Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holden, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Gray, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you monkey, you're listening to the zombie cast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, Zombie Cast. Stay tuned in. You follow me. And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this weekend. Welcome, zombies, to Zombie Cast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie. Episode 153, where I'm Sean. I'm Norma. And I'm Ted. And thank you, zombies, for another download of Zombie Cast this week. I want to thank you, no matter where you get us iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net, but the best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat, where you come over here and mingle with all the zombies, and Ted uh, is trying to distract me now, so sorry if I mess up, it's that Tedekin guy over there, he's a chicken. <laughs> bok, bok, I, chicken. I am not a chicken. Uh, but uh, come over to allgames.com forward slash chat. Join all the zombies over here in chat. There's uh, always a lot of good conversation over here, and you can interact with the show. If you want to hear us live but can't join us live, you can always get the Stitcher app free on all your devices. Simply add All Games Live, and you can listen to us live there. But we want to thank everybody, no matter how they get us live or on the feeds. We do remind all you guys to go over to ZombieResearchSociety.com. It's the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. You can go over there and browse news articles, which Matt Bradford writes for a lot of times. And on the lower right, whenever you're browsing those news stories, you can see ZombieCast over there. Click play, listen to us while you browse the Zombie Research Society. And while you're on the social medias, go over to Facebook, search ZombieCast like our fan page, and over on the Twitters at Dead Reviews. And as ZombieCast News is us, click that banner up top and follow each individual host, which is us. You guys, man, we're so close to 40,000, man. It's, it's creeping up there, so... uh Thanks for all the love that you give us everywhere, uh, and be sure to visit all the shows here at allgames.com, which we love our home here at All Games. We love our 
Our DH, DH. Ooh, Ted's so, waving his wong at the it uh, it's uh, a screen for me. But guys, Matt Bradford will be joining us later in the show. He uh, did they have twins today? I, 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 I missed the memo. Maybe. <laughs> you know, you never know. It might be twins, triplets. I don't know. Good question. Ow. We got a bunch of movie stars over here, but Matt will be joining us later in the show. He had some uh, some family difficulties in rescheduling for a uh, for a book reading that he's doing tomorrow, or something <laughs> like that. But uh, but he will be joining us here later. So Ted, dude, do we have an update in the world of Hollywood in Tadakin? Um, <laughs> like a, like a, like a did I almost die die thing? No, did you almost produce maybe a movie? Oh, oh yes, I did. It'll be out very soon. I keep saying <gasps> no. that, but it will be. It will be. No, dude. You know, longer time. Build it, dude, I'm sure and they will well come. Now, well, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Two weeks ago on the show, I said I'm working on something, and I don't know what I was thinking. And I said it'll be out in 48 hours. And then I thought, what the fuck was I even talking about when I blurted <laughs> that out? Because all I did was put an expectation on myself that you guys didn't even have. So it's like, no, I should have said it'll be out in 248 hours. I don't, know what I, I don't know what I was thinking. But it will be out extraordinarily soon, and that's the only update I have. Well, dude, uh, you know, after all the videos and stuff we've seen from you, dude, we know your production is good. So it's the, the keen eye of Tedekin, chicken or not, that's why we know it's delayed, too. But I, I know it's for good reasons, man. And uh, we're, we're just overly excited, us and all the zombies out there. Heck yeah. Uh, Heck yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm eating fried pickles. Do you guys like fried pickles? Yeah, I do. Mm. I do. I do. <laughs> do you, Ted? Sean, check out our little chat here. T Ted is uh, Ted. muted. So we don't hear Ted. We just see him. Uh, <laughs> looks like he's um, doing the guy from Police Company. What was that, Norma? Wait, wait. That's who the the guy that does all the sounds. Yeah, Michael Wint Winston. I don't remember his name, but Winslow. he was pretty stinking amazing. He was, and still we can't hear Ted. Uh, but but you know it, it's it's May the fourth. Yay! And uh, I don't know, I, but I've not posted once today, Norma. May the fourth be with you, but I've seen it everywhere. Me too. Do you think it's cliche at this point to do that? Uh, I think it's I fun at all. I think it's fun. You know, it's funny because I blurted it out today in class to Man, see how many. <laughs> Can y'all hear me now? Hello. Yes. Hey, there you okay. are. We can't see you, but we can That's hear fine. you. That's fine. Good. <gasps> Anyways, so it's funny because half of them are looking at me like, what? And then it was like all my coworkers are like, oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm like, well, do you? They're like, yeah. I'm like, it's the Star Wars reference? They're like, oh. I'm like, they didn't get it. You tell them, may the funny. fourth be with you, and they get it mixed up with, with April 20th. And they, <laughs> they do the, the finger pinch to their lip like. <laughs> you're like, no, no, no. Oh, not that one. <laughs> uh, so, Tad, dude, uh, do you, uh, how many times have you said "May the Fourth be with you" today? It, and also, um, is it a is it a bad cliche or just good fun? It's. I think that's good fun. I mean, it's Me it's one it's one day a year. Who cares? If you know, I, I I am very against trendy stuff. I don't like people that are being trendy. Uh, but. I don't think it's if it's an, if it's the actual day and it's a holiday, which it kind of is. And it's like if somebody says Happy Easter on Easter, you don't go, "Oh, shut up! What a fucking idiot!" 
It you know, it's, it's, it's Easter. It's funny. It works. How, I mean, how great is that? But it so it, it's, it's kind of a nationally recognized day, and it's Star Wars. You know, whether you like Star Wars or not, Star Wars did change the, change the, the country in a lot of ways. It changed the way movies are made. It, you know, no movie will ever make the impression that movie ever made again. So if you want to say for one day, have some fun. Go ahead and don't get shit on for it. Well, yeah, Whatever. What's Ted don't like mainstream type stuff? So, so Ted is, uh, you know, this. I'm just curious. I see the Shawshank Redemption behind you. Oh, yeah. I oh, see yeah. a hoe behind you. And uh, <laughs> you Ted a, is dressed up like a Jedi. You see a hoe behind me? <laughs> yeah. Which, which, which hoe? Do you, see, do, you see, do you see this hoe right here behind me? Uh, uh, the Rachel 2015 calendar. My Rachel 2015 autographed, by the way. You notice it's autographed. Very cool. What does it say, Ted? Yeah. Read it to us. In Rachel's voice. Dear Ted, the best dead guy I've ever known. Because I'm actually dead in this calendar. Um, oh. oh, you're in the calendar? <laughs> I'm in the calendar. You see, there's her looking looking all provocative and a lot of, a lot of uh, booby pictures, you see. Um, and then I am, I'm actually in the month. Of, if you go to October... Why October? Because it's Halloween. There's okay. her in a Jason mask. And you plan over. There is me dead in the background with my throat slit. I'm against a tree right there. There's me. Oh, I'm kind of blurred. There's my head. That's me. It looks like you got a Muppet face. Is that a big nose? Yeah, I, I, they put me in a Muppet mask. But if you if you if you have a copy of the Rachel Moore 2015 calendar, I am in I'm in this calendar. Nice. Does she sell a lot? I bet she sells a lot. She's got a huge following. <laughs> she she sells. Um, what's interesting? She has come up with the biggest racket I've ever seen, and the racket works. Where she will literally take Polaroids of herself because they're one of a kind. You know, a Polaroid is something you can't right. replicate. She will just take Polaroids of herself in lingerie and stuff like that, and people pay like twenty five, thirty, fifty bucks for a Polaroid picture. I do that because. Shit. Because it's one of a kind, so she just takes. She's like, I took thirty new Polaroids and I put them on my store, and they sold out in twenty minutes. It's like, good lord, you know. I, and I, I actually, I have a couple on my fridge. She gave me because I was in them, and no one wants to buy pictures of me, so she couldn't. <laughs> she couldn't sell them, so she just gave them to me. She's wearing uh, thinner <laughs> cotton, Ted. Tell her she needs huh? to get thinner cotton. Yeah, she doesn't get naked enough. I think she needs to be a little more naked. <laughs> uh, I inter- say naked. I say thinner true cotton. Guy. <laughs> But, uh, but but that's pretty awesome, dude. Where can people buy that calendar, Ted? Um, <coughs> go to Rachel.com, and I'm sure there's a link from there. Rachel, R-A-Y-C-H-U-L. I was going to say. Yeah, R-A-Y-C-H-U-L. So, uh, yes. So that's pretty awesome. If so, you would like to have a calendar with the with ZombieCast's very own Ted Bracewell blurry with his throat slashed. True, true, true. <laughs> So, uh, so guys, we got a little bit of news uh, before we get into uh, later in the show. We've got uh, I Survived the Zombie, zombie Holocaust. Uh, the lead, one of the lead actors is coming on the show all the way from New Zealand. So, uh, you know, it, but pause the show now if you're listening uh, on the feed. And go watch that trailer, I Survived the Zombie Holocaust. Because it actually looks pretty good. It looks uh, a little... Well, sexy. It looks a little hard, but uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a good movie. I can't wait to see this movie. But we got the lead actor, Mr. Harley Neville, coming on later in the show, and uh, it's, it's going to be awesome. But we got some Walking Dead news that I want to talk about. And uh, Norma, do you have these news stories? No. 
them know. Oh, uh, here it goes, here it goes. Sorry, I had it up and, and I let it down. That's the only reason I did that. Uh, that's what you say. That's what you say to your wife every night. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but the first news story comes to us from the big state of Georgia. Georgia. <gasps> I've been there. Georgia. So have I. Uh uh. Uh Gilf Gilf stripper Nana Bracewell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, now here we go. This is uh Well this- uh, my grandmothers are both dead, so that you can't make that joke. Oh, I'm sorry. But uh but, but uh, the title of this news story is Walking Dead Star arrested for DUI and driving one hundred and seven no. miles per hour. So one of the stars from The Walking Dead driving yeah. hundred and seven miles per hour and uh Javier. Can we, can we, can we let our audience try to guess which one it was? Yes. So, uh, so in chat, guess which one? If you know, don't tell. But if you don't know, <laughs> tell. Guess. So, uh, what, you know, out of all the, you know, and, and it's one of the, it's one of the lead actors. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not like a zombie extra. But uh, uh, May the Fourth. Uh, Tiger also says May the Fourth is considered a holiday by Star Wars fans to celebrate the franchise film series. Uh, are they guessing yet? I got to scroll down. Thank, thank you, Tiger Claw. We didn't have that bit of information. Does that calendar also have spots all over it? One Derek H says, "Ted." Uh, spots like what kind of spots? Little white, white crusty ones. I'm sure he's talking about. Yes. You. Um. No. <laughs> no. He's like no. I don't. I don't need to 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 do that to that calendar. <laughs> I, I've been. I've, I've been. I've been. I've been around. I've been around her enough to where I don't need to jerk off to her calendar. Wow. Anyways. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Sean, Dirty, did you filthy, add our guest on your thing? Did I add what? Uh, Mr. Neville on. On Skype? Yes, sir. Um, yeah. I, I don't even know what to say. To Sorry. That's <laughs> when Matt's not here. We're just off. We're like, what? We, have, well, we, haven't, we haven't answered the question of who was caught drinking and driving going 107 miles an hour. Um, it wasn't me. Yet. Not yet. I'm disconnected from chat, Was it so. Matt? Matt. <coughs> well, we said it was a, a Walking Dead cast member. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you didn't know about Matt on The Walking Dead? Matt who? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that Matt guy, that Matt Canadian guy on The Walking Dead? Ah. Uh. So, so, I guess somebody, is, is anybody guessing in chat because I'm not in, I, I got kicked out of chat. No, nobody's guessing. Somebody said Judith. Somebody else said Rick. Nope, nope. It's not anybody you care about. We'll give you a hint. It's somebody, it's like yeah. somebody you're like, oh, who cares? All right, you guys. So? Here we go. Here we go. I will read it. Uh, Walking Dead star arrested for DUI and driving 107 miles per hour. Seth Gilliam, who plays the tortured soul Father Gabriel on AMC's The Talking Dead was arrested Sunday for DUI, pot possession, reckless driving, and speeding. That, <laughs> I didn't realize pot possession was one way. of them. Uh, it says Gilliam was pulled over on Peachtree City, <laughs> uh, pulled over in Peachtree City, Georgia, going 107 miles per hour in a 55 zone, according to police. 
Uh, he was placed under arrest for reckless driving and speeding. The police found a marijuana cigarette no, in the vehicle, marijuana. and he was later charged with a DUI. He was. Sent I think to the he's Fayette. really taking it hard, losing his congregation. Yeah, he was sent to the Fayette County Jail, where he was booked. All right, well, let me ask you this, guys. They were talking about this on morning radio this week. Why, you know, being that pots, marijuana, you know, marijuana is so legal in a lot of places. It, it's almost crazy that you can be so, you know, so penalized for it in other places. You know, I mean, we're one nation, right? I mean, and I know that they have individual state laws, but it seems like one. But it seems like it would, lo- it would lose its weaker issues, not just for not for um, recreation. Well, he was doing 107, Norma, so I don't know if he was... Uh, it might have been medical. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, so I'm sorry. My foot got stuck on the pedal, and I couldn't I couldn't stop. Well, if you're going 107 miles an hour alone, they're going to th- they're gonna drag you to jail. That's not, a, that's not a ticket situation. You're going to drag your ass to jail. Well, I mean, imagine if you hit anything. You're, like, you're pulverized. Yeah, you I remember just... Ryan, Ryan Dunn was going 100 and something when he hit that tree. His tree. Yeah. He was vaporized. Yeah, he was. So it's yeah. I got Ron Dunn's autograph here, man. I need to see if it's worth anything ever. Probably not. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it might be, and it's a little tragic, but you know, but, the way uh, that it's something. But you know, if you remember, uh, you know, Herschel Scott Wilson got got a couple of DUIs down there. I mean, you know, what is the Walking Dead cast doing in downtown? Just endangering the public? Are you enraged? Are you enraged, I think, I think they, Ted? They, they, I think they found Merle's uh, stash after he died. <laughs> Am I enraged? I don't give a shit. Me either. I, I could not possibly care less. If it, my, my only concern would be like, you know, he's an actor on the show and he, he could have accidentally killed himself and then it ruins the plot of the show. That's my big concern, you know, but uh, like if Rick Grimes, imagine if Rick Grimes was like, I'm going to go out and get drunk and drive my car and he crashed into a tree and died. Well, he's just ruined The Walking Dead, which we all right. love. And I'm, I, I'm not looking at his well-being. He he took his own well-being and, you know, threw it out the window by doing that. But he's actually now ruined something we all like to watch, too. Not just that, though, but if it had involved other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not just themselves. I mean, if you're going to be stupid and you're going to take that chance, that's on you. But then think about people that you could have taken out that have nothing to do with the equation. That that's I mean, what pisses me off. A lot of these celebrities that die, like like Paul Walker died, but Paul Walker wasn't even driving, and it was just him and the guy in the car died. They didn't kill anybody else, but they weren't right. drunk. They were just speeding and lost control of the car. Correct. Right, and but then like Ryan Dunn, same thing. He he and the guy in the car with him died, but they didn't kill anyone else. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I'm trying to see that Jedi of Light says um, he thinks that Father Gabriel will probably be the next one to die. I remember a while ago the one kid that did the Dell commercials he was caught with pot and they fired him from the dell commercials do you think oh the dell guy that's what what happened yeah the one kid the one young kid i wish i could remember his name he was Um, a diehard four i think so that he eventually got part in like the movie or he started out at the movie and then worked up to the dell commercials but would do you think they would take this character out for that because of that reason. Uh, I think firing somebody from a job because they found like they were found marijuana. Who fucking cares? Like, remember when Michael Phelps was caught smoking marijuana and people went crazy? Like, yeah, they did, which was a little embarrassing because he's from Maryland and you know I love my state, but who uh, cares? I don't know. I just think if you're doing something, it's illegal. 
So to a point, there is a little bit of a, oh, he did not just do that because he didn't do something within the law. And maybe I'm just... They're also human. Baby that way. And I just, you know, I, I have respect for following rules. You give me the rules, I will follow them, follow them as long as they don't um, mess with my, you know, with my beliefs or my morals. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm you, not... Well, you know, I, 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 I gotta say this. You know, I saw at the Woodbury shop where we stopped, Ted, uh, all the cast of The Walking Dead arrived the other day. They were taking pictures. You know, Norman Reedus was in town. Uh, all of them. But, yeah, maybe Father Gabriel saw his death his death script and uh, got drunk and was, you know, maybe it was just a bad day for him. Could be, could be, could be. it could be. Or he just, or he just like most people, or likes to light up every now and then. And <laughs> could be. Uh, but I don't know. This wasn't thinking. The big, the big thing here is not that he was smoking marijuana. It said he was going 107 miles an hour. That's what I think. And he was intoxicated. Or was he drunk? Or was he just high? Mm. I don't know. Say DUI, and they found a marijuana cigarette. So I don't know. You know, the DUI might be from the marijuana cigarette. That that would be a D. Um, that would not be a d- driving while a DUI is driving under the influence. Wouldn't that be called something else? If you're not drunk, you're high. It's driving. I can't think while, of it. It's DWI and DUI, driving while D- impaired and driving under the. I influence. think it's well, yeah, driving while impaired, right? Yeah, but he got a DUI driving under the influence. Of I, maybe he was drunk. Drunk. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I've never been arrested for uh, drinking and driving, so I wouldn't know. You have to, you'd have to call other members of my family to get numbers. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, but I mean, maybe that might be one thing that might just, one less thing to be taken to court about that he didn't actually smoke it or inhale it <laughs> what is it what is this you know? is a presidential election here he inhale it? you know what i mean i don't know well i have i have no sympathy like uh there was a there's a famous story in my family just between my brother and i where i just say my brother i was like maybe 17 my brother was like 19 my brother got arrested for a dui at like three and it was like three in the morning and he called home and he, it was a Sunday, and my dad had to go all over the world to get enough money out of ATM. He had to get like a million ATMs to get enough cash to get him out of jail. And my brother, I have no sympathy for my brother at all because I knew he drank too much. He drank way too much. He was, he was 19. So, and because my dad's taking forever to get there, my brother, for some reason, I thought they only give you one phone call. Well, apparently not him because they let him call a million times. <laughs> and he would not stop calling me. Oh, asking where no. dad is, where dad is, where, and I, you know what? Dad, Ted? Where's and dad? I was why trying. Did he... to, I was trying to sleep. I didn't care that he was in jail. <laughs> you know why? Because I knew this was going to happen. I had zero sympathy. I was like, I knew this. I knew you were going to get in trouble eventually. You drank too much, and he kept on calling, kept on calling, kept on calling, and I had, I just have no sympathy for the people that do this. Even my own brother, and my brother eventually. Um, when he realized that I had zero sympathy for him, this is we still laugh about this to this day. Uh, he got really upset, and he yelled at me way too loud because everybody in the police station heard him. He said, <laughs> he basically said, y- "Y'all gotta get me out of here. They have me locked in here with murderers and rapists." And he <laughs> screamed. And then he said he looked around like, oh, my God, I just called everybody in here. Now I'm really in trouble because they all just heard me call them murderers and rapists. Well, is your brother tall like you, Ted? Because you're like seven foot. Uh, I'm, a, I'm actually taller. He's older than I am, but I'm actually a little taller than he is. I can't believe that. The story of my life. Ted don't look tall, does he, Norma? Everybody 
they're taller than me. Well, there's that one group picture of all of us. It, there's that one group picture where we're all standing in front of like the cage, or right before we left on the last day, and you can see the the height comparison between me to me to Matt and Sean and everybody else. And I'm towering over all of y'all. Ah, I'm, a big, of I'm a big man. You're a big man. These big, strong yeah, hands. Yeah. I'm not that. I uh, no, I'm not. I, I guess I'm tall. I'm short, to... but you know what? I've noticed in pornos, Ted, the big tall guys got little bitty wieners, and the little short guys. Yeah, got big my, my my wiener, my wiener is like a my, is, my is that how it goes? Yeah, my wiener is tiny. <laughs> I like it when you call me Big Papa. You can barely even see it. <laughs> you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> you guys so, so the other news story is kind of funny. And what did you guys? Talk about on Zombiecast today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, tell me what's that? <laughs> uh, uh, this story is called is from TMZ and uh, it's titled "Walking St- Walking Dead Star Goes Ballistic on New York City Subway." Chad L. Coleman, an actor who famously plays Tyrese on The Walking Dead and Cuddy on The Wire, who we, who we all met. Yes, which and he's wearing the same jacket Ted as when we met him. Is what's funny. Uh, it says uh, Coleman. It, it said uh, uh, the wire had a complete meltdown Friday on a New York City subway train. Coleman is screaming, <clears throat> making sure everyone knows he's Chad L. Coleman from The Walking Dead and The Wire. His rant is non-sensual and ear-shattering loud. Uh, you see passengers recalling. Eventually, the seats around him are empty. Because people, when you watch the video, they kind of get away from him. It says, uh, we spoke with Coleman. He told us he heard, a, he, he heard a guy and a girl on the train talking, trying to figure out uh, where they knew him from. Uh, says uh, he told the girl, uh, said that the guy told the girl, no, we don't know him. Uh, he's just a N-word. And that Whoa, someone the guy said that? Yes. But but uh, but I have audio from the subway. <laughs> and well, well, if anybody that says that, I don't blame I am sitting there thinking this guy's he Chad Coleman's crazy. <laughs> the guy just randomly out of nowhere says, Oh, we don't know him, he's just some N word. <laughs> who who says that? Nookie. I don't know. That's just so disrespectful. <laughs> Are you serious? Here you go. And why do you say that loud enough? Chad Coleman's a big ass dude. If you're gonna say he that, is you don't a big say guy. It. I was gonna eat him last week. Yeah, listen. You Come on. Listen. If you're gonna call a black guy an N-word, you make sure he's Walking down to the back of the train, away from See, I've joined another fantastic episode. This is Tyrese. 
We got Derek H. on the line here. He's pretty pissed. I love the wire, man. I love the wire. He definitely sounds strong. Fucking best character. He's wearing the leather jacket. No, not at all. It's very, it's very real. Is that guy white? I don't even see him. You can have man. He sounds white. He might be Canadian. We're going through the fact that they called him in the N-word, dude. That's horrible. I would be enraged. Is that what started it? Yeah, well, so. well, they were trying to figure out who he was, and then the guy told the girl, he's like, we don't know that N-word. Yeah, but it was, I mean, sorry not to be that guy, but was it just general slang? Like, I don't know who that N-word is, like, as in how every single person talks? Uh, I don't know. And I know Derek is stewing in his britches right now, me saying this, but you know what I mean? Like, sorry, <laughs> don't black be there. people talk like that. We're asking. We're yeah. being inquisitive. I don't Anyways, know. let he who hasn't been an obnoxious drunk cast the first stone, that's what I say. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome though. <laughs> everybody knows who he is on that train now. But but Matt, you watched that video <laughs> last night, right? They'll never forget who he is now. Yeah, I just want to clarify my point. I was in New York, and everyone says the N word on the subway. So I'm not. I'm just, I'm just saying that was that. I wonder if that was like a clear on like I meant to call you an N word, or just like normal what I heard. Every <laughs> Regular second. chat. Yeah. Well, hey, that's just like John Doe over there. Not saying it's right or anything. I'm just saying. What is this? An er or an uh? That makes a difference too. <laughs> I did not know that. Is it, is it in an er or er? I don't like uh. this conversation at all, and we should move on. Yeah, we should probably. Move. What are you wearing, Ted? Because <laughs> oh. you need oh, oh, I, oh, I didn't realize I was on camera. <laughs> I like it when you call me Big Pop. Ted's dressed we, uh, up like a Jedi. Yeah, we, we were because it was Star Wars Day. I was in my uh, Jedi my Jedi hood. Yeah, I tried to but, Jedi. But I, but I forgot I was on camera. Yeah. Hey, Matt, we just got done debating. Father Gabriel was uh, arrested for doing 107 miles per hour uh, with a marijuana cigarette. So he got a DUI arrested, 107 miles per hour in Georgia. Is this a sign? Well, it's a sign Matt, Matt left the show. <laughs> Wait, did he get, did he, oh, he get disconnected? Welcome back. No, I don't know. We'll ding him back in. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you back with us? Yeah. Uh, what I was going to tell you, uh, in Georgia, Father Gabriel got pulled doing 107 miles per hour uh, under the influence with a marijuana cigarette. He was arrested and booked. Is this a sign that maybe he got, you know, because all the Walking Dead characters, uh, you know, had a casting call this week, so they're all in Georgia. So is this a sign that Father Gabriel dies maybe early in the season? <laughs> maybe. You know, that's what happened in Lost, man. Oh, shit. Okay. Where now? Shit. Where? No, sorry. My my <laughs> connection's being stupid. Y'all got owls up there, man. I, we've never talked about it. I got uh, owls Derek. Derek is making a point of me saying everyone says the n word. Derek, are you going to pretend that that's not the n i g g a word? Isn't something a lot of people say in rap in normal conversation? Is that really your argument right now? <laughs> He's trying to pick a fight with me in chat. <laughs> yeah, let's pretend that's never said by anyone in casual conversation. Never. 
especially on Sirius Satellite Radio Hip Hop Channel. I was on a, um, I was on a, a Los <laughs> Angeles uh, bus one time for some reason. One of the only times I ever rode the bus because I needed a ride from the airport. And yeah. three uh, young African American, you, you, so three youths, youths. three youths, <laughs> uh, got on the bus, and yeah. they were just having a casual conversation. And I've never heard the the the, the GA version <laughs> of that word said as many times. I mean, yeah. I was like, I, it was actually starting to offend me. I'm like, this is insane, guys. Yeah. I'm just saying it's normal parlance. I'm going to sound really white here. It's normal parlance amongst a certain demographic of youths. And so if Chad Coleman was just passing one of these youths who uses it every second time word, which is what I hear a lot, yeah. then um, I don't know what set well, him see, off. Well, see, Matt, I've walked in the shoes of Chad L. Coleman. This has happened to me, man. And, uh, you know. I, I feel check. <laughs> you, mean, you mean you were on a train one time and people, people like, don't we know the him? And you're like, I'm Sean Freeman no. from Zombie Camp. Yeah, no, listen, listen. We, we were in Jamaica, right? Me and Angie and my buddy Jason. And uh, there, there was about 10 of us in Jamaica, Matt. And uh, me, Angie, and my buddy Jason went to a casino that night. And there was this Jamaican man. He was hot on a slot machine, man. He was winning money here. He was winning money there. I mean, like thousands of dollars. And he went to get change. So we went and put a quarter in his machine. <laughs> and he come and uh, he very firmly put his uh, the palm of his hand in, in my friend's chest and pushed him and said, go play with your dick somewhere else, white boy. <laughs> so we were like, yes, sir. And we left. <laughs> I'm serious, dude. He was pissed. Go play with your dick somewhere else, boy. <laughs> he said, go play with your dick somewhere else, white boy. I'll be like, yes, mm-hmm. sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. That, you know, they had M16s, man, keeping the locals out. So I was like, yes, sir, yes, sir. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was my, my, my touch on racism. Anyways. <laughs> we went and played so- with our dicks somewhere after, after Sean does his, uh, his, his History of Canada book, he should do a... Uh, um, he'll, call, he'll call it Mending Fences. Uh, <laughs> a, a book. In Jamaica. A store, uh, a whole a book he's written about uh, mending race relations in America. Parentheses, playing with my dick somewhere else. For <laughs> <laughs> oh race relations, uh, mending fences, or how I how I learned to, to play with my dick. <laughs> yeah. When I was in New York, and I was like, we went to a New York field trip with my school, and I was like, I I'm I was the nerdiest kid a and the nerdiest white kid ever, and I was walking down the street just no. like being my nerdy self, and like a pack of like. Oh, Jesus, I'm going to get raked over the coals. I, I feel like a gang, like I pass through a gang, they're like, go back to Canada, little beaver. Yeah, little beaver, you get out of here, little beaver. I'm like, what's oh, a beaver, no. guys? I thought he was coming at the animal beaver. Oh. Just because I had like a Canadian flag on my uh, back. So that was my only, uh, that was my first were exposure. Were they being mean, dude? Uh, well, they, they were making fun of me. Because I was like, I was scrawny with glasses, like the, the nerdiest kid you could ever. You mean you were like Peter Parker? They called you a beaver. <laughs> yeah. Well, Canada, I guess. I guess that's what they related. Uh... And Derek, it's not out of context. This was a story about The Walking Dead. Zombie cast forum on race relations. So uh... He's just trying to start a fight. He's going to pretend that it no was... one said that word up until now. and not. He was and... just trying to tell his mom today about <laughs> how the rebels were bad on Star Wars and the stormtroopers were the good guys. Well, that's a, that is actually true. I'll back there. Well, at the beginning, yeah. at the beginning, the but rebels there, are the good guys. Isn't there a theory that general like Palpatine is actually a good guy just doing like really evil stuff because there's yeah, a dude. something about to like destroy all civilization. He has to be evil and get the forces together to defeat it. Yeah, isn't there? Yeah, we theory about that. Stop well, it. 
Don't be th- dogging on my Han Solo and my Princess Leia. What's the matter? <laughs> the thing is, is in Star Wars, the rebels are, are they really are terrorists. That's what they are. They're that's like the 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 Empire is the government, whether you like it or not. They are the established government. Yeah. And the and the the rebels blow up the Death Star, which is that's like that's like the equivalent of terrorists blowing up the Pentagon. Yeah. You know, in the Star Wars universe, it's like they. Yes, so. So. It's different. It's different. Oh. It's not true. Norma Don't talk Han- about my Norma. rebels that way. Norma Han Solo was a terrorist. No. No. Hey, Matt, and later in the show, uh, we were talking, you know, Ed Sanchez got pushed the next week. He was having travel delays. So uh, I don't know if you caught the text, but, yeah, we were going to get him for 10 minutes tonight via cell phone or an hour next week. So we pushed him to next week. And then, we, you know, here in a few minutes, we've got uh, one lead actress from I Survived the Zombie Holocaust all the way from New Zealand coming on. Yay, coming on soon in like four in like four more minutes or so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, about Ed this couldn't movie. make it. No. Me too. I really <laughs> wanna see it. I wanna see if that girl gets naked, maybe. <laughs> in a Star Wars well, movie. Maybe you no, maybe you no, can no, I survived the zombie holocaust. Well, maybe you maybe you could ask Trailer. the guest if she gets naked. That can be what your lead question. Oh Dude, my that, god. That might lead down the wrong What path, if it's like man. his sister or something? Hey, that's my oh, wife you're he- talking about. Has the actor not been on yet? No, he's going to be on in a few minutes. Oh, okay, cool. Did we already yes. go through news, or you just been rambling? No, no, we, we had we've been rambling. Stories. We had okay. we had the Father Gabriel <laughs> news story. No, we yeah. had the, we had the Father Gabriel news story, and then we had uh, the Tyrese's, Tyrese's news moment. story, and then yeah, you know, we we've been talking uh, May the Fourth uh, for a little bit. And Matt, we were ask you is we we all talked about at the beginning of the show May the Fourth. Is it a bad cliche or just good fun? Horrible cliche. Get over it, people. Really? Jesus Christ, it's annoying on my Facebook. Everyone's like, maybe the fourth. <laughs> I'm the first person to think but of this it's today. So I, cute, I didn't post Matt. it at all today. I was, I, I was not going to post it. It's cute it's in moderation. So it's it's just it's as annoying so as everyone pretending they were into boxing a couple of days ago. It's uh, the same yeah. thing. I tweeted okay. out on that, that night. I, 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 I tweeted out like, okay, <laughs> two questions. Who won and how boring was it? And then, of course... <laughs> And then, of course, all these stories got out. Worst fight we've ever seen. It was terrible. Yeah, everyone pretended to care about boxing and then cared no, that it was a bad fight. And like, no one gives no one gives a shit. I got invited to a boxing party and, and I chose sleepover. I didn't. I didn't even go. You chose hey, correctly. Yes. Yes, Norma. What do Anna and Sam give Rick and Carol as a peace offering in Episode Four, Season Four? What? Who's Who's Anna? I don't know. That's what it's asking me. <laughs> Anna Kendrick? <laughs> no, not that Anna. Anna from season four. Uh, 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 ice cream? Mm, no. I, I don't remember an Anna on The Walking Dead. Anna and Sam. Fruit, what? Matt. Fruit. Fruit. Uh, Fruit. Come on. What are you, do you have a trivia game there? I do. Oh, sweet. I so, do. So, no, no, we're not. We're not, we not going to do trivia again because it was. Remember, we used to do that. That and it was fun. Yeah. It was it a freaking <laughs> mess, but it was so much. We need fun. to do it again. But, but you know, Ted and Norma, no giggling, no giggling, guys. All right, throw your giggle boxes out. Every day I'm giggling. Matt has a beard. No, he what? Don't. <laughs> a dirty Sanchez. What are you talking about? Doesn't Matt usually have a beard? Well, I shaved it off uh, two weeks ago, but I'm growing Nuh-uh. it back. Oh, can we yeah. see without the beard? What like does the- your beard smell like, Matt? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I don't know oh, the I, hidden joke that's going on is, here. I know where this is going. Matt, say no. I don't know what my beard smells like. It's not something I normally do. Like Pantene shampoo. Yeah, like Pantene shampoo. <laughs> we, we talked this pre-show, and I'll go ahead and do it uh, before we move into the zombie I was going to say, I bet his beard smells like Mariana's fingertips because she's oh, always God. running. <laughs> 
He's always running her fingers through that mane. Yeah, probably. It, it, kind of some beer etiquette in Cosmo Magazine. It was like 10,000 people uh, had their beards tested and, and guys taking shits in Targets and Walmarts and then kind of rubbing the, the chin when they get off, dude. Like 70% of people have shit in their beard. Oh, so you gotta keep Jesus. that beard. You gotta keep that beard clean, Matt. Uh, I shaved it, so I'm starting fresh. Well, no, I'll know what to do. Sorry, if you see a brown mark on your wife's cheek, what? you know it's not clean. Jesus Christ, Sean. <laughs> Greg Nicotero is discussing the wolves and how they're creating a zombie army. Ooh, what? really? Yeah. Is that a new story, Norma? <laughs> well, yeah. Let me go read it. Yeah, read it for us. <laughs> Instead of talking about my it. shit beard. Nah, no, yeah, I was kidding, you know, man. I saw I, it today. I, I, like, oh, it's a segue. Come on. From Yar, I'm shit beard. <laughs> no, go for it. Uh, 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 let's see. Wait, was that a pirate? How much do pirate earrings cost? Arr. Arr. I don't know. Arr. A buccaneer. Hey. <laughs> uh, oh, so money bad. for me. A buccaneer. You're such a crazy... All right, co-executive producer and makeup god Greg Nigatero talked with Melty about season six, including how the show may have some detours in store for the comics and how the wolves are creating an army. Mm. Mm. What do we think about this? Excuse me. I can see that. I mean, uh, has anyone else in the show used uh, zombies as an army before? Uh, the governor dumped a butt. Maybe had the zombie bomb. Which oh, yeah, clever. that's right. <laughs> That's right. So how would you use zombies as an army? Just like that's the, control them that's with sound? You know, I was reading the uh, Stephen King book a long time ago. Was it called Cell? Mm-hmm. And they they did something like that where they um, would be able to, they, um, if the alarms rang or was they, it They would go towards play? the city and away from the city and cool. gather in a football field. And- yes. I should read and that I book again. I think it was done with the radio. With with music, actually, it was a pretty fantastic. The the the, the, the silver screen release of the movie uh, coming out later this year. Michael Jagers was in it, and uh, he might have got killed by Sam Jackson. But it's Sam Jackson, and John Cusack. Uh, so. Oh, seriously? I would uh, be honored. Yeah, they've already Sam wrapped Jackson on filming. Me. Is yeah. it a like DVD release or is it like a theater release? Uh, theater release. Samuel Jackson and uh, John Cusack. Oh, but uh, Jagers sent me pictures from the set. I know Jagers probably ain't listening, but. Uh, but he had just got killed by Sam Jackson. Big budget movie, so. <coughs> but uh, I think it's later 2015 uh, that it's going to be released. And I would think it should be theatrical, right? With Sam Jackson and Cusack. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Sam Jackson's not done, he's not gotten to that Nicolas Cage level of just doing 10,000 directed DVD movies. What about Danny Trejo level? Danny Trejo is even above Nicolas Cage at this point. Yes, I lost some Trejo, but uh, but it's good, Ted. I think you're the only one that, that's not. You you've not read Cell, right? I, I did the audio book. Uh uh. Dude, I, I mean, I swear, and I've said it time and time again. Like from the f- first paragraph, man, it's just like mass chaos. Everybody that answers their cell phone with this pulse, and and on the first page, it erases your mind and makes you like these crazy people. So all the planes crash. All the people in skyscrapers. Okay. Where you at, Matt? Sorry, my internet service is going to get a strongly worded email tomorrow, I think. Oh. Aww. Oh. Sorry, I, I didn't realize you had dropped. Uh, no, don't, don't worry about me. If I drop, I'll, I'll just join the call. Just force on. Force on. So, but, but I would say this, Norma. I'm very excited for The Walking Dead. You know, we went to Free Comic Book Day Saturday. 
uh, before we went to the Avengers. And I got to say, man, out of 3,000 people in line, people with the Walking Dead shirts on, I, I really wanted to go out and give them zombie cast cards. But I'm always bashful. No, like, don't man, be bashful. Fucking damn, man, he's the man. Yeah, I mean, someone <laughs> walk that? up and be like, "Yo, man, we, we record with Moke, man. You should check our show out." But I don't. <laughs> How is that uh, Avengers two? How is that? Uh, I, I don't like superhero movies, and I absolutely mm -hmm. freaking loved it. Loved it. I gotta see that soon. I think. Yes, I think I gotta see. Week. I gotta see Captain America. I didn't I haven't seen Captain America two yet. I gotta watch that first. Well, I saw Captain America two, but it it. it but I, I hear, I, I hear these movies. You really have to see like all the Marvel movies because remember the last Avengers. Like if you had not seen Thor and Captain America, you would have had no clue what Loki's plan was because the whole plan revolved around the the, the combined schemes from Thor mm -hmm. and Captain America. I think that's like that's something that annoys me about the Marvel movies, though, is that you like you can't just watch a Marvel movie. You really got to like watch the good ones and the bad ones. You remember right away with that that blue device, like this is the so and so, whatever it was called. Is like that's and I even I sitting in the theater was like, oh yeah, that's that thing from Captain America that the Red Skull found, right? Right. Yeah. Because I'm not a diehard Marvel fan, so it's like, yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly I fell asleep uh, watching Captain America too, and I know it makes me sound like a horrible nerd. Aww. But like, no, it I makes just... you not sound like a nerd would have been on the edge of his seat, man. You're not. <laughs> but like, don't you? Don't you zone out to sometimes to blockbusters that are all just like, okay, talk for two seconds, on to the next CGI fight, talk for two <laughs> seconds. See, like, I just find it harder and harder to get through those these days because I don't care about anybody because everyone's just a, a stereotype now. And you like, also know that you also know like Captain America's not ever in any danger because he's Captain America. Well, I guess someone big dies this one. Don't tell us, Sean. But I don't know. It feels like I'm watching someone play with really expensive action figures in these movies. And I guess I, I got to be in the right mood for them, but I'm not squealing to get to see them if that makes any sense it's, if someone big dies I'm going to predict it's uh, Nick Fury <laughs> or someone like that Nick who? Who? Or who? Nick Fury or Nick Fury mm. yeah. I'm going to guess it's Iron Man but I haven't seen it and I haven't heard any rumors <laughs> yeah so. I would guess Iron Man but I don't know if they kill Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man that might be I, th I don't think you'd have been able to not hear that by That's this true. point I think, I think they could kill Nick Fury no one really cared but I think if you, they killed Iron Man it would have been everywhere you would, you would know if you hadn't seen the movie, I think Sean's just biting his tongue right now. No, no, I, I'm, ta I'm, I'm, I'm talking. Uh, I'm talking global. I'm talking to New Zealand. You know, some actors. Some, uh, you know, I, I got connections. I got connections. All right. <laughs> so, All right. Uh, so here we go. We're, we're gonna pull I'll in. Go a, a, uh, I'll introduce him uh, once he, he gets on here. But man, it's nice he's coming in. I wonder what time it is. There. Which I it is, is probably... 1 p.m. actually. Oh, 1 p.m. So, guys, we got on the line right now here at zombiecast.net and at All Games Radio Network, uh, Mr. Harley Neville, actor from I Survived the Zombie Holocaust. Harley, man, what's up? Hi, uh, not much. How's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Yes. We can. Yeah, we can. Okay. Excellent. Well, thanks for having me. There he is. Yeah, cool. dude. So, so, what time is it there in New Zealand, man? Uh, it's currently 1 p.m. on Tuesday. Uh, wow! It's the uh, future. The future, man. That's, yeah, that's hard to wrap my mind. What are the cars of the future like? Are they uh, self-guided? They're, they're much the same as yours, except for they're all from Asian countries instead of being uh, <laughs> big General Motors tanks. 
so uh so you were in the the, the movie this uh you know it's getting you know i saw you have different dates for the dvd release i survived the zombie holocaust but harley dude have you been in, into acting uh, for a long time or, or, or kind of you know what, what's your footsteps to, to where you're at now yeah well my um my path was a bit of a unique one because I didn't I didn't do any training. What happened was uh, when I was uh, 16, I, I made uh, my first film. It was a zombie film called uh, Superstition Bites. It was shot in the graveyard and it was, you know, it was terrible. Um, and I made that with my, my best friend. And basically we didn't really hang out with the, the thespians um, and we didn't know any actors and we couldn't really cast anybody. So we just cast ourselves. And then... Um, we're both 32 now and we've been making films together for 16 years and um you know we've been very very productive and stayed very active and shot a lot of productions every year and basically just um just through practice uh i've learned to act nice man nice. very cool hey well you 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 know we, we were talking about may the 4th before you joined the show i know you were in chat yep. and all so so how far are you from the star wars sets man and, and like lord of the rings and all that <laughs> well, I don't think we did Star Wars here. <laughs> oh, oh I, I was thinking it was part of New Zealand, like Hot. No, Avatar. We did Avatar, Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, um, various other ones, Last Samurai, and stuff like that. But um, but not that I'm aware of. I don't think there was any Star Wars here. Maybe I'm wrong. I, 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 I'm probably wrong, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but so we got the, this movie. You know, we were all watching the trailer. We made all the chat watch it uh, before you come on, dude. And I gotta say, yep. man, I'm really excited to see this movie. And uh, man, that's a really pretty girl in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask you about. Is there any? Uh, you, had, you had a follow up question to that, right, Sean? Yeah. Yeah. Is there any nudity in this movie? Just, <laughs> just curious. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, yes, there is nudity in this film. Um, you will be seeing me naked. Yeah. Nice. That's what I meant, man. Winner, you'll, winner. You'll also you'll also be seeing uh, Mike Edward naked. He's um he's the large muscular gentleman um yeah. that you see in the trailer. And yes, you will be seeing Rhiannon naked as well. Uh, and oh. that is the very pretty girl that you're referring to. Now, Re- Rhiannon Johannink um is a Kiwi actress who lives in LA, and she's actually she was in another film called All Cheerleaders Die. Have you heard of that one? I have actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was in that one too. So oh, she's cool. kind of our um. Famous. Uh, How'd you find her then? Have a famous actor. How'd you find her? Did you put out a casting call or you just know yeah, her? Yeah, we just we auditioned. So we actually filmed I Survived a Zombie Holocaust at the bottom of the South Island, which is like geographically sort of reasonably close to Antarctica and, um, you know, a, a long way away from everything. And most of our actors had to come down from Auckland, which is at the top of uh, New Zealand. Uh, and we just, yeah, we auditioned and, uh, and she came down. She got the part and she came down and, and we filmed with her. Yeah. What about the, the zombie makeup? Who who contributed to that? Yeah, so that was um, Julie Clark and Bray Toya, their names are, and they basically, um, they sort of formed a, a production line because we had hundreds of zombies, so um, right. sort of between them and a few other people, they would just form a production line of, uh, of sort of zombies come in, get, get the basics and, and move on down the line sort of thing. Um, with uh, with extra attention going to the the zombies that were going to be featured because the concept of this film is that a a low budget B grade terrible zombie film is being <laughs> shot in small town New Zealand and in a nearby village a real zombie outbreak occurs and overruns the set and so cool. you've got real zombies who have to look legitimate and scary and then you've got sort of pretend zombies who are just you know zombie extras on the bad zombie film you know so there was That's actually awesome. yeah, different types of makeup needing to be done depending on what kind of zombie you were to be. 
Well, so I'm guessing then a lot of these zombies are friends and families and, and people you know saying, can I be part of the movie? Yeah, for sure. So yeah. being like Dunedin's not a huge city. That's about 120,000 people. Yeah. And, um, and that's when the students are there. It's a student city. So it actually drops down to something like 80,000 when the students are gone. Um, and so... So, yeah, we were filming down there. It's our hometown. Um, and that was great because uh, being a small city, a lot of people got behind it. But um, but it was also a big sort of um, – it was very difficult for us because being such a small city, you know, you just didn't have the cast and crew available that we needed and we didn't have as many uh, extras mm-hmm. available as we could sort of hope to get and might have gotten in a bigger city. So, yeah, we had um, – you know, the, the community really kind of got behind us and supported us, but one of the biggest struggles we had was trying to find enough extras to fill the frame, um, particularly because being a low-budget uh, film, you know, the extras didn't get paid, uh, mm-hmm. which meant we expected them to sort of stay, you know, 12 hours overnight doing a, a night shoot and, you know, this very cold weather uh, and we were doing it all for free and we couldn't even afford to feed them. We told them to bring their own sandwiches. Um, so, <laughs> by, oh, no. you know, by lunchtime... <laughs> yeah. By lunchtime, you know, half of the extras were gone, and that was one of our biggest um, struggles. Uh, but I mean, I guess that speaks to, the, I mean, the leadership on the set too. Though, I mean, you got a lot of people to stick around for free with yeah. their own food and be part of the zombie movie. So that's probably speaks yeah. to your guys, yeah. Yeah, well, I think um, I think that was definitely part of it. The you know the producer did a great job of, of wrangling all these extras, and I know that I was um, I was picking up. You know, I was I was acting in it, but here I was in the morning before the shoot, going and driving around. I owned a van at the time, and I was driving around packing extras into it to bring them to set. And um, <laughs> yeah, sort of everyone was doing a little bit to fill up the frame, basically. Awesome. Awesome. Actually, there's awesome. a few times. There's a few times if you know where to look. Yeah, there's a few times that I'm an extra. <laughs> well, I was going to ask: would, Were any of you extras as well when you were not in that particular scene? That's yeah, that's pretty cool. For sure. Yep. There's um there's a few scenes where I'm I'm in it, but I'm sort of facing the other way with a with a hat on or something like that. But yeah, um, if you know where to look, you can actually find me. Um, also, my hand um sort of stand, stands in quite a few times for other people's <laughs> hands. Um, <laughs> Things like we shot pickups um, two years after the main production. We shot pickups because we decided we needed more gore and more bits and pieces. And um, and you know I was available and I live with the director. And so basically we'd just go out and get all these little inserts, and uh, it would be oftentimes my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Norma just dropped something. And yeah. Yeah. No, no, my cat is knocking stuff off. Get, <laughs> get, get Let me ask you something. Though. Like how crazy? Like when you're approaching a zombie movie, how? much time does it take to rack your brain and say we got to do this differently like every zombie made movie has been made under the sun this sounds original though so how did you yeah. come to it like how intimidating was that well guy was the writer director of that guy pigden so um he's he's the guy that i've been making films with for all this time and i know that when he first kind of came up with this concept of a zombie film set being overrun it was it was maybe 10 years ago and it was it was just a very small part of another zombie film that he had written um, and a zombie film that wasn't as good it was just kind of you know part of his, his learning process he was writing stuff and he wrote this other film um, and it had this one scene where everybody's trying to escape and they happen to stumble upon a film set and then the film set gets overrun by zombies and that was kind of the, the kernel of where this idea came from so then five years after that that he he focused on that idea and developed it and turned that into a, an entire film in itself. Uh, so I know that's how he kind of came up with the idea. Yeah, I, I'm interested in seeing it. It sounds like it could play out pretty. Is it funny? Do you guys go for yeah. the humor aspect? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's. Yeah. I mean, 
to be honest, it's, it's really kind of a character comedy, uh, you know, with zombies there. Right. So the zombies are important, and the zombies are definitely a big part of it, but it's more, uh, you know, you're more following the characters than, um, than you know, really, really being worried about the zombies, yeah, yeah. you know? Well, you, I mean, you know, for me, the trailer, it, dude, it really pulled me in, you know, when I started watching and, and kind of like like the setup of the movie, it, it's like, you, you know, it's like uh, people are making a zombie movie that gets hit by the zombie apocalypse. But, but you know, say so like in the movie, you know, you're, you're filming a zombie movie in the movie. Do those mm-hmm. zombies, are they identical to the real zombies that come and attack the zombie set or, or did you guys make them? distinctly different or or, or or are they all the same i mean you know what i'm saying like yeah so basically because it was meant to be the film within a film is meant to be this terrible film it's not supposed to be good <laughs> um it's supposed to be a bad film that the the director really really believes in but he's insane and um you know it's it's meant to be sort of a bad film so the the zombie extras who are playing zombie extras within the film within the film right. they look uh, kind of bad, you know. They look like sort of low-budget, bad, crappy zombies. Um, but the real zombies that come in uh, and attack are supposed to look like very kind of more, much more terrifying. Right. Um, and so a lot more time was spent in makeup for the real zombies versus the uh, the ones that were playing playing zombie extras because they were allowed to look a bit shit. <laughs> Is there that scene in the movie where somebody doesn't realize, obviously, that he's at he a real zombie? Tell. Don't tell! Don't tell! Don't <laughs> tell! <laughs> he, 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 he he can't tell, and he's screwing around, like, trying to act with an actual zombie, thinking it's a guy in makeup, and that whole thing happens. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, there's, there's definitely a, a few, um, a lot of the tropes, yeah, yeah. And then he says the line, um, he says the line, wow, they, they must have put more more funding into the makeup department. Yeah, <laughs> this, exactly. this looks amazing. <laughs> Not exactly that line, but yeah, that oh, type okay. of thing, for sure. Um, that, that's where a lot of the jokes kind of come from. A lot of meta jokes, a lot of inside filmmaking jokes as well, which I hope, um, you know, people seem to, hopefully people will pick up on and, and, and get and, you know, find funny. Um, I guess we'll see kind of soon. It's done really well in, in festivals so far. It's played over there in America. It played in Screamfest in L.A., um, and it's been to various festivals around the place, and it's been overwhelmingly positive. All the all the all the screenings I've been to, uh, it's been really well received, and people have yeah. jumped when they meant to jump, and and you know laughed when they meant to laugh. Um, but on the twenty second of this month is when it finally goes, you know, public here in New Zealand and Australia, and I guess that's when uh, the true test will be to see whether or not people pick up on these jokes and think it's interesting and funny. Yeah, well, well you know, one thing that I see a lot of times. Uh, and, and even you know, I see it on The Walking Dead, uh, Harley. Is sometimes people just don't use that that green filter on the film. You know what I'm saying? Like like Darren added, and uh, you know, whenever they're just tying things together, man. And I, and I gotta say, the way you guys film this, the green of film, whatever green you put over the film, uh-huh. it, it, dude, it looks it, it looks amazing, man. I mean, I'm really impressed, dude. I I'm really excited to see this movie, man. I yeah, really, well- really am. The thing about this film that most people don't know is that it was actually, it was filmed at the beginning of uh, 2011. And we very naively thought that it was going to be out at the begin at the end of 2011. And that was, that was kind of, when we got the funding for the film, that was the, um, that was the rule kind of thing. We got the funding in November 2010 and it was meant to be out by November 2011. And um, we, we ran into some problems. We ran into 
we had some issues with um, the practical effects was our big one was probably 90% of the practical effects just didn't work, you know? So it would be things like just squibs, people getting shot, heads exploding, you know, and a lot of them just didn't, they, you know, they worked, but they sort of half worked and they looked okay, but they didn't look great, you know? And that was something that we didn't plan on, you know? We, we planned on them, on them working. And so what happened was at the end of the film, we, you know, once the shoot was done, we thought we would have, you know, I don't know, whatever, 20 um, visual effects shots. And we ended up having something like 220 visual effects shots that needed to be done. And there was no budget for that. And there was no workflow for that and no plan for that. And so um, as a result, you know, we it sort of spiraled. This delay just got worse right. and worse for a while. It was looking like it was never going to come out. And um, until finally, you know, we, we met a visual effects artist called Sam Scott, and he really kind of organized all of that and, you know, um, got this film finished but one good thing about these delays was that it gave us a lot of time to really really polish every other aspect of it so you know the score is is great because the guy that did the score had a lot of time to get it exactly right and you know the color grade um you know we had lots of time for that and just even the edit you know we were we were tweaking the edit right up until uh, i don't know only a couple of months ago um so so yeah these delays led to uh, a lot uh, a much better film in the end Right, well, see, I was, so I was going to say, you know, sometimes they seem like humps, Harley, but sometimes these humps makes you put a little bit more heart into it, dude, and and I think the trailer shows, man, you know, like you said, you, you probably wouldn't have got the score that you, you know, there's a reason for everything, and, yep. you know, it, 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 it might not have been what, what, what it's become, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, sometimes yep. those humps... Or blessings in disguises, man. But you know, we, I, you know, we're gonna get back to the film, and I forgot to ask you right off bat, uh, because I was really excited to talk to you, Harley. Is uh, mm-hmm. you know, whenever the first time we have people on, and, and you know, once we see the film, we're definitely gonna have you back on, dude, because I want to have a spoiler episode. Because, <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I really like what you guys are doing, man. Uh, okay. But but, uh, but we always ask our first time guests their definition of a zombie. And you, mm-hmm. you know, a, a definition of a zombie could be Scooby Doo, it could be Romero, it could be uh, you know, it could be brains, it, it, you know, a million different definitions of a zombie. But for you, Harley, whenever you know, aside from I survived the zombie holocaust, whenever you go to a theater, man, what is, what, what's a zombie to you? What's your definition of a zombie? What do you like? Yeah, well, I'm not too much of a purist, you know. I know that some people, some people like zombies to be, um, you know, dead guys that eat brains and and walk slowly, um, and that's. Uh, I'm not too much of a purist. I'm kind of, I'm all right with almost anything. So I would say that uh, my definition of a zombie is a human that has been reduced to some sort of um, primal, wild, uh, thoughtless, aggressive sort of beast um i like that so I like so that. that's what I, um I, i'm a big fan of for example 28 days later and uh, uh rick and quarantine you know those you know strictly speaking a lot of people would say well they're, they're, they're just people that are sick as opposed they're to virus zombies. yes zombies yeah. yeah um but uh but for me that's that's totally cool so zombies can run you know i mean if you can if you can write it into a storyline properly you know then zombies can fly but you know good luck writing that in but um but you know, like uh, I'm open to anything really, as long as they're thoughtless, aggressive uh, machines that just kill and attack. Okay. I completely agree. I, I'm always on your side in this one, and I know uh, some people on this podcast are purists, but for me, <laughs> not I, me, not me. Yeah, you're, you're the grave digging one, Sean, and that's okay. That's fine. Just for me, I feel more. I feel like the characters are more in danger when it's a fast zombie. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. Fast zombies are way what. 
scarier. Well, well for me, Harley, I, I like where you just fear the nick of their tooth. They're slow, but but it's just that nick to where you know it's so close. You know, like sometimes on The Walking Dead, just just you see the tooth, they're like right at Daryl Dix, and you're like, ah, you know, yeah. uh, you just fear that yeah. little nick uh, of the slow zombie, which is what I like. But you know, everybody has their own definitions, man. Which is, hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good thing. Let me ask yeah. you a question. If you don't mind, let me ask a question just from a filmmaking perspective is how do you get your movie out there these days? If you're a filmmaker who's not under a huge studio, do you use social media? Like how hard is it to, to promote yourself these days? Well, you know, to be honest, that's actually what we're facing right now. And that's um, that's sort of the biggest issue that we, we have is um, how do you... We've made this film. We're really proud of it. We think it's really good. Um, and I, I genuinely believe that. I've I've made um, quite a lot of shit productions in my time. And I've learned to recognize them, you know? And this is not one of them. This one's great. I, I yeah. genuinely believe in it. Yeah, but um, you got to save those little productions for when you hit it big. You're like... And before this, yeah. can you give well, me a little snippet? And, and I know you're in the middle of the story, but one thing we can, we can do, Harley, is once we see your film, we we can make sure that, that, that a review is done of your film and put on the zombieresearchsociety.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can make that happen for you. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> we can do that for you. Yeah. That's what I mean, we can we, offer we you. Can, which is good. You know. I'm going to take you up on that. Um are you but volunteering yeah, so this, Sean? I know. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but we have a writer on Yeah, yeah, Matt, yeah. Our Matt writes for zombieresearchsociety.com. Um, but but yeah, right. we'll like, we yeah. do it. I want sorry, I'm interested in this. So so how do you advertise yourself as as a filmmaker these days? Yeah, well that's like I say, that's a good question because um, I don't hundred percent know. We don't have um, you know, a big we, we've got a distributor here in New Zealand and Australia. Uh, they're called Vendetta Films, they're a New Zealand distributor. So that's us kind of covered for there, but but even then, the marketing budget is very low. Um, it's not a lot. We've spent five years to make this film, and it's all culminating on May twenty second. And how are we gonna? How's anybody heard of it? And and you know, the sad thing is that most people haven't heard of it. And mostly, what I'm doing is you know yelling about it on Facebook and going on podcasts and mm-hmm. you know emailing the reporters I know and uh, emailing websites. You know, co- basically cold calling horror websites, hoping they'll share the trailer and tell people about it. Um, but yeah, basically, I'm doing anything and everything I can, um, and we have this vendetta as well doing doing their stuff. Um, but you know, it's not easy. That's um, that's kind of the big the big next battle, and I'm actually genuinely mm-hmm. quite concerned that what's going to happen is this film's going to come out, and instead of everybody hearing about it and saying, "Oh, what a great New Zealand zombie film that we want to get behind," <laughs> just nobody's going to hear about it. Nobody's going to go and see it. It's going to sort of poop out into the world, and then you know, make a, instead of making a big splash, it's going to make a little plop, and then. You know, you're not going to hear about it ever again. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of uh, what I'm facing right now. And, you know, your guess is as good as mine, really. <laughs> um, so, so far, my plan is I've, I've organized, you know, various interviews. I'm going on a on a few TV shows, uh, New Zealand yes. TV shows. And, um, and you know, I've been emailing websites and stuff and basically yelling about it on Facebook and, and um, coming on your podcast. Yeah, well, That's awesome. Well, you're doing the legwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, one thing I yeah. tell you, Harley, I'm in North Carolina. Norma's in New Jersey. Matt's in Toronto, Canada. Ted's in Los Angeles, dude, and you've reached us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, well. so, so what, what you're doing is working, man. Yep, awesome. Yeah, well, great. That's really good to hear. Uh, hey, maybe so, you can sell it to Netflix. They're always buying yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. I think <laughs> that that is something that is happening. We've got an international sales agent um, mm-hmm. 
Shoreline. I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to say that. Shoreline. And so they're in charge of, of sort of securing that type of stuff uh, mm. overseas. And, um, yeah, we're kind of hoping to hear something soon about that um, because what we really don't want to have it coming out over here in New Zealand and Australia because what's going to happen is it's going to be on in cinemas, DVD, and on demand. Mm. Um, which means it's going to be online, which means presumably not long after it's released in New Zealand and Australia, it's going to pop up on Pirate Bay or or whatever, you know. And then once that sort of piracy takes off, you know, that's obviously less sales for us. And um, so I would really like to see it released internationally soon after um, it's released here just to minimise the piracy so that if people overseas want to see it and they want to see it right now and they're willing to do it legally, they can, you know. Mm -hmm. We give them that option. And I'd like to think, um, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm guilty of pirating some things, but I'd like to think when I'm trying to support someone, I, I'd buy it uh, yeah, and I spend try, money I, on I, it. Yeah. I pirate, I admit we all pirate, but I try to, if it's somebody I actually know I or have met, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to, that's a little, that's a little shady. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not a big pirate, but only because I'm um, too stupid to work it out, you know, like I need to sit down and figuring out torrenting and all that type of stuff. Um, so, so yeah, I, uh. But yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> well, you know what? When it comes closer to the release, um, I know because uh, I've worked with some horror uh, magazines in Toronto, and I've worked with some horror contacts. So, let me know. At least I can make the connection for you because uh, I'd love to see you guys like you get the recognition because you put your heart in this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Now, I mean, I know that I heard that a certain someone works at night so that they can work on the production during the day. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so that's the writer director. Um, so, so basically, you know, our our relationship is that um, Guy and I have been making films since we were sixteen. That was that he was my best friend in high school, and and still is my best friend. And you know, we live together now and have lived together on and off for the last you know fifteen years or so. Um, and uh, so, basically, we've been making these films together, and he. Uh, we, we, our film production name is Pigville, by the way. That's the name we make films under. And um, he uh, works. The, he's the real powerhouse. He worked gra- um, graveyard shift um, at a. So this is not very glamorous at all. He works graveyard shift at a alarm monitoring company. So alarms go off, and he sort of sends the police or sends the security. And um, the good thing about the job is being a, a full-on graveyard shift. He finishes at seven a.m. or something like that. So that gives him daytime to work on filmmaking-related stuff, do some editing, do some writing, uh, you know, emailing people and all that sort of thing. So he's yeah. really full-time on it. Um, and but the reason why he couldn't be on the podcast today is because he worked last night graveyard shift, and um, and he'd have to get up. And what what is him in the middle of the night? Now, because Guy does this, you know, this, this work, does he get ideas? Yeah. You know, well, he does for his, the movie? Yep. He's, he's actually, he's written a concept about, um, you know, that kind of graveyard shift, um, working at a security place. Um, but he's also used his time there because there is a, a quiet period when, you know, I guess all the burglars have gone to sleep. And, um, so there's a few hours there. Uh, when not many alarms go off and that's when he does a lot of writing uh, at work and editing at work as well so in that sense he's a professional writer being paid by um, his security company to write very cool right right and yeah, yeah. from time to time us Ted dude we go to cons here in the US and, and I just know I, I know you're a long way from the US dude but uh, you know once it comes out on DVD and stuff maybe we get some copies because Ted you know like, like he he goes to Fangoria uh, Horror Trivia Nights, and you know maybe maybe we can just yep. officially put your DVD in, in the right person's hand. Also, 
I can, yeah, I can I can hand your DVD to the, one of the ladies who runs Fangoria. If you, if you'd well, like. you know that would actually be amazing because I've emailed Fangoria, but I want to help you, issue, dude. <laughs> thank you. I want that too. Yeah. Um, the the issue with Fangoria is they're so big that it's you know they must get a million people a day sending them. Hey man, check out my low budget film. Mm. You know. Um. So so yeah. I mean any uh, sort of inside lane you could give us, then whew, we'll take you up on that for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because Ted, you do that. Every week, don't you? Uh, once a month, but I, I know the the lady. I'm I'm a, I'm on a first name basis with the uh, Ted's connected wow. is what he's saying. Yeah, I can oh, talk. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I think that I think that we should all um, become Facebook friends or email contacts or something after this after right, this yeah, podcast. And I'll, I'll send you some information. Yeah. So listen, we got, we got a lot of zombie authors uh, who listen to us, and we got a lot of zombie. We got some zombie filmmakers as well. Uh, mm-hmm. You've been through the test. Give us your lessons learned in making a zombie film that rookies should try to avoid. Like, you've learned the hard way. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, preparation is key. That's a big one, you know. Um, plan, for, plan for the unexpected. <coughs> right? That's, yeah. that, was what I, that was our big delay was we just, we very naively, it was our first feature, and we just, we very naively believed that plan A was the only plan we needed. Um, and, of course, you know, that just didn't work out. You know, that's why we had these four years' worth of delays because we hadn't planned for any visual effects. We hadn't planned for the practical effects phase and so on. Um, so, so definitely that. Um, In terms of schedule, you mean, too, like don't just say we're going to film this scene in this day and never leave any space for it, do you mean, or what do you mean? Uh, well, that too, I mean, yeah. yeah, just basically always have contingencies for everything because sometimes it's not going to work, you know, sometimes the weather doesn't play ball, sometimes you know, the the practical effects don't work, sometimes um, the lighting isn't showing up, you know, whatever, like, there was many times when we were delayed, uh, even during the actual production itself, and we were kind of running an hour behind schedule all day um, mm. because of something that hadn't worked earlier in the day. Um, so, yeah, like, preparation is key on that one, just just <laughs> keep on prepping. Yeah. And also, um, I'd say, like, um, just, you know, and this is really more of a piece of general advice, is that uh, you got to just you got to stick at it. It's very easy to become disheartened. There was um, times over the last four years when I personally was very disheartened and was like, well, this film's never going to come out. That's mm. it, you know? It's just the, the mountain of work in front of us is too big and it's insurmountable and this film's never going to come out. But, of course, by chipping away at it, um, Guy mostly, he was the workhorse, um, by chipping away at it just a little bit at a time, day by day, it does eventually um, sort of pass and you do, you know, finish it. Right, right. Good advice. Because, I mean, you know, yeah. you know, everybody can use advice, but because, you know, like tonight, uh, Ed Sanchez was going to join us, but he was pushed to next week. But I'm not sure, Harley, if you've seen VHS 2. Uh, I haven't. Uh, well, if you get a chance, pick that up. And there's a production on there for, from Ed Sanchez. And, it, you know, Ed made the Blair Witch Project uh, he's working yeah. on from Dust to Dawn now. And, and it's... It's honestly not a good production like what you guys have put out, but he kind of shows what you can do with the GoPro camera and a little right. bit of makeup. And in your VHS too, there's uh, I think it's the second. It's kind of like Creep Show, where there's four or five stories in it, individual stories. I think it's right. like the second one. It's it's called a Walk in the Park, and it, and all it is is a GoPro and, and zombies. And, and he just shows you know what you know what. what yeah, you know, the little guys can do at home. You know, yeah, and, you know, absolutely. And, you know, and he's made these masterpieces. You know, the Blair Witch Project, and he's working like I said, from dusk to dawn. He just made a Bigfoot film called Exist, but he shows what you could do just with. You know, I have a GoPro here at my house, but yeah. I, and like I said, it's, it's it's nowhere near the production of what you guys put out. But it's kind of like a nod 
to the amateurs that Ed gives us in VHS too, because I mean, it's, it's a remarkable job. I mean, it's fantastic. Just uh, you know, pretty much with one camera and a little bit of makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a great idea. But, and but, a great idea. That's the important bit. Having having an idea. Yeah. You know, you can if you can come up with a good idea, then you can you can make something. It doesn't matter about your gear. Nowadays, with sort of digital filmmaking, everything's so accessible. You've got these great cameras. You've got these editing programs, and all of it's available to almost anybody. Uh, you know, reason. Or, you know, pretty much almost anybody. Um, and uh, you know, if you can just come up with a good concept, well, you know, the gear is right there, and you can you can make make something revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. Because I think his film, it was like. You know, they were wearing a GoPro on their helmet, and one person gets bit, and they bite. There's two people with a GoPro on their helmet, and then they end up just chasing people all through this state park. <laughs> yeah, it was a really mm-hmm. good yeah. first quarter. That was a cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And then, you know, Ed, as, as you guys did, he used a lot of the, um, you know, at the birthday party scene, those are friends and family who's actually in that. So they as well, you know, found people that they knew to be as to be extras. So, you know... Mm-hmm. I looked that up, uh, you know, right after the show. You, you may be able to find just that one skit on, on YouTube. It's called A Walk in the Park, uh, VHS 2. Okay. But, but, but you know, the, the concept that you guys have, you know, a film inside a film, man, is... Inception. Dude, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan yeah. already, man. I mean, it's Inception. It's Yeah. So, Harley, are you a fan of The Walking Dead? Um, look, I, I, you, you're probably going to hate me for this. Um, watched, <laughs> well, we're, first, uh, we're up and down at times. So. I, I watched the first season and a half, um, <laughs> and, and then I kind of just got sidetracked and, and didn't finish it. Oh, um, that's okay. It's, it's kind of, it, it is on my to-do list, but I got a little bit frustrated by situations where, um, I remember there was a scene in the first season or maybe the second, I'm not sure, where um, a woman's sister gets bitten and, you know, the sort of this group of survivors are all hanging out together and, you know, I mean, the obvious thing to do when a person in your camp is bitten is to kill them immediately because mm-hmm. there's nothing right. to gain by having them hang around. It's only a risk, isn't it? We all know this. You know, we've yeah. all seen the films. Know right. what's going to happen. And uh, I just remember getting frustrated because, you know, this the sister just kind of... Um, you know, refused to kill her and, and they left her in the camp and then they waited until she turned into a zombie and then yeah. the sister shot her, you know? And I just, um, I just was kind of just annoyed by that. I was kind of like, no, ah. you just kill her, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and then you, I don't know. You walk into shove Andrea aside and blow, I was like, look, we're going to shoot her in the head and then you can cry over all you want. Right, Shoot right. her in the head first. That was yeah. just, stab a pick through her brain first then you can hold her and, and yeah like, like look we're gonna stab her in the back of the head and then you can cry yeah. over you won't, you won't have to look at the wound yeah and you can cry exactly. over it all you want yeah, yeah. exactly so Harley, what, what's your favorite zombie film of all time uh, well, actually, um, I believe it's uh, it's 28 Days Later. That's the one that really did it for me. Um, I really, really enjoyed that. I guess the reason why I enjoyed it so much is because it felt like something that could happen in real life. You know, I really felt like, okay, this is actually quite plausible, you know, because, you know, if you're talking about Walking Dead zombies, you know, I don't know, I just I feel like they're rotting how how strong can they be really they really be you know how you know can they chase you when it gets cold you know they don't have a heart rate you know like do they just freeze really easily when it gets cold at night you know how does a zombie stay alive or how does a zombie stay animated rather you know whereas a virus zombie i was like well yeah sure that could happen you know humans are so densely packed together in these mega cities that we have it just makes sense that if a virus did come out that turned a person sort of feral that it could spread 
like wildfire, uh, and like, and that I found very uh, you know interesting and and scary and compelling, and so I was I was on board for twenty eight days later, uh, in a big way. Right, right, and, and dude, yeah, I just want to I just want to mention, man, just you talking about The Walking Dead and watching a season and a half, man, that just shows how much more heart went into the film that you made because you know I mean it's, I mean. I think it's awesome that you're not, you know, that, that you really don't watch The Walking Dead, but you're still, you know, you, you're not in this craze that all these soccer moms are in, like here in yeah, the US yeah. and, and stuff. Calling Norma a soccer mom. To be fair, though, yeah. to be fair, though, Guy, Guy, the writer-director, he's a big fan of The Walking Dead, so obviously it is having some influence on our production. You know, he does watch it all, and he keeps very up-to-date with, with what's going on in The Walking Dead. Um, so Guy is um, watching enough for both of us. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so dude, you know, once the film's out and we get a chance to watch it, man, we want to have you back on, like I said, for maybe a spoiler episode. Give, give a chance for a lot of the audience to, to watch it and for them yep. to tune in with us, man. But I, I want to, I'm sure there's going to be a million things that we want to talk with you about, Harley, and maybe some other people from the production side or, or actors or, or, or you know, whoever you got to come on, man. But I want yep. you to know right now, man, Zombie Cast, anything we can do for you, man. You, Seriously, let us know. Yeah, well, I'm 100% on board and uh, and uh, grateful for that because I'll be taking you up on it. You know, don't don't doubt it. I will be taking you up on it. We'll trade awesome. uh, Facebooks and Twitters after the show for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm proud. I'm, I'm really proud of this, dude. I've been a little giddy uh, since Norman told me that you guys were coming on. Awesome. Well, look, I know as well that next time we'll be able to get uh, the writer director on, and I'm sure he'll have some uh, some interesting answers for you because he's he's the one who really really sunk his heart and soul into this, and he's the one that will be able to answer your questions like such as advice mm-hmm. for for making a zombie film. He'll have some great stuff. I know it. So um so definitely get get him on. Thanks, yeah, man. Yeah. But in the meantime, Absolutely. it was great with you here. That was awesome. Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was really yeah, awesome. We appreciate uh, you coming on, and thank you know. You. Responding. Yeah, yeah, that, that is awesome. Thank you. But, but you know, guys, I, I think we should end it with this, man. This this was such a great segment. Uh, but guys, we're getting to the wrap up show, and Mister, oh, okay, Mister Harley, did, did we have some more news stories, Matt? I had a huge revelation I was going to share, but don't worry, we'll oh, wait till next week. No, Matt, no, no, share, share right now. No, it was, was life changing, but He's, don't worry, we'll stay. No, 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 don't make me beg. It's not pretty. I'm generally yeah. kidding. No, this Just is a great place us. to leave it. See, Har- Harley, Harley said, "Go, man, go." Hey, by the way, if you see a book in the store called uh, Quincy Quaka's Crazy Quest, uh, oh my, my buddy's Australian. He wrote that. Uh, pick it up. Uh, give it to your friends. Yes, right. it's, it's a new kids book. Yeah. Is it available text here it in New Zealand? Uh, it probably is. I think he lives near New Zealand. All right. Okay. Australia is kind of nearest to New Zealand, geographically speaking. Yeah. Well, it's like when people tell me in Canada, hey, do you know Bob in Canada? So it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Do you know Bob? Yeah. So I know Bob. So, Harley, we, you know, we got some Australian people in our chat. And, and I just want to ask you, being from New Zealand, dude, who's got the bigger muscles, Australia or New Zealand? <laughs> <laughs> Don't put him on the spot. <laughs> no. Look, Australia is a much bigger, wealthier uh, nation than us, I'm afraid. So I'd have to say that Australia has the bigger muscles than New Zealand. Uh, but we've got the Kiwi ingenuity and that, um, uh, you know, that underdog kind of uh, power. So, you know, I prefer so, New Zealand. Here's my I'll question. Have you ever met Bear Grylls? He's from New <laughs> no, Zealand. I, I haven't, but isn't he? He's, he's English, isn't he? No, he's from New Zealand. I know no, these things. 
Yes. Is he? Peter Jackson. Oh my gosh, that accent is freaking amazing. Yes, I know where he's from. Bear Grylls is from New Zealand? This is See? news to me. Yes. I, didn't, I didn't know that. See? I thought he was English. And he eats those grubs. You know, he bites and goes... Yes. Yeah. I've eaten one of those. Really? I've eaten one of those. Really? On a dare? Yeah. No, I just, um, it was kind of just on my to-do list, you know, um, just something to try. They're called hoo-hoo grubs and, yes, you know, you can, you can find them. You can find them in the backyard and they're these big, fat, you know, wriggly, rolly, you know, bugs <laughs> that eat wood. And um, if you leave them, they eventually turn into um, uh, this really horrible, creepy crawly that, uh, the name is catching right now, but it's one that's only available in New Zealand and it's really horrible looking. And um, these hoo-hoo grubs, uh, they actually kind of taste like watery, runny peanut butter when you bite them. I was going to say, does it taste like chicken? But I guess not. Watery uh, peanut, peanut butter. butter. But you got to bite the head off first, otherwise they'll bite you. Yeah, yeah. That's the trick. That's, so that's, that's, uh, that's, your, that's your the more you know uh, uh, learning is half the battle lesson of the day. Bite first. Or, or and I'm yeah. writing it down, the hoo-hoo grub. <laughs> so so yeah, you get the wiggles like, there in New Zealand? Yeah, 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 they're here. Fruit salad? <laughs> yummy, yummy. It sounds like a venereal yummy. disease, the weird. <laughs> I can't say I'm, I'm, I'm very familiar with the show, but we do have it. Yeah, yeah, I saw the Wiggles, man. I took my kids to see them uh, on tour here the in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Get ready. Cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti. Cold spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Quack, 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 quack. No, he's not. I know them all. <laughs> but, uh, but, Matt, we'll get you to, to your dilemma. We'll talk post-show to make sure Matt's okay, but we'll we will go public next week. Yeah, And let's yeah. let's friend all each other on uh, on the Book of Faces. Yeah, so yep. let's do that. I'm on MySpace, so uh, check me out there. Right. <laughs> I'm on Friends. You have to hit me up on my Friendster. Yeah. yeah. And my Alta Vista uh, account. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, Harley, uh, once again, uh, where can people find you? And anything so, you want to tell sorry. everybody. So please, everybody who's listening, I would love it if, uh, I mean, there's the Pigville Productions Facebook page. So that's P-I-G-V-I-L-L-E. We came up with that name. It was crossed between my name, Harley Neville, and his and Guy's name, uh, Guy Pigden. So Pigville. Um, that's the name we, we sort of, we're going to be shooting. We put, we've been making these films for years and years. We always uh, advertise on our Facebook, you know, when we, when we release new things. So we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook. Um, just basically search Pigville and you'll find us. Um, but also, uh, feel free to add me, my personal account on Facebook, Harley Neville. I, um, I usually kind of use Facebook uh, sort of as a public place anyway but um that's that's my main sort of networking tool is uh is my personal facebook page harley neville and then of course uh if people are interested there's also the i survived a zombie holocaust uh facebook page as well where you can click like to keep to keep up to date with what's going on with that so that's just search i survived a zombie holocaust um yeah or facebook.com slash i-s-a-z-h and that's where you can uh, keep up with the zombie film nice. there you go i just added you both nice. okay excellent and you're right, he is British. He told me he was from New Zealand. If I ever meet him, I would tell me lies. You can't trust Bear Gorillas. That's the number one you can't rule. Trust Lying. That's rule. That's the best way to survive. Not okay. Hey, you know who is? Hey, I, I, you know who is from New Zealand? Who? The Thompson Twins, right? Or they live who? there? Who are the Thompson Twins? The '80s band. Hold me now. <laughs> Baby, I'll tell you who definitely are of, are from New Zealand. The Bushwhackers. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the wrestlers. The wrestlers, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, mar- from- they marched around with their arms up. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, I should love the Bushwhackers, man. <laughs> them them yeah. and the Monkey Brothers. Claim to fame. Yeah, dude. 
Is wrestling big there, man? Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, it certainly was when I was a kid in the 80s. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's still popular. People watch it. Guy loves it. Um, what, about, what about fighting I, dragons and stuff? You know, we, we do a lot of Canada history here. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm at, yeah. man, but New Zealand, man. I mean, the dragons and Oh, I can't even King imagine Kong what and... Sean would say about Canada, uh, New Zealand's history. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, do, do you, I mean, seriously, I want to seriously, do you guys have a lot of bad snakes like Australia does? or? or... No. So the funny thing about New Zealand and Australia is they're actually very different. Like Australia, they've got all these <laughs> no. poisonous spiders. They've got all these poisonous snakes. They've got all these – basically everything wants to kill you, you know, like the plants. You know, there's there's grass over there that can hurt you, literally. Um, whereas over here, everything – we were so isolated for X amount of million years that there were no mammals here apart from, like, dolphins. Um, so it was like birds and lizards, basically. Um, but – but no snakes, no poisonous spiders, no poisonous anything. Um, the, the most poisonous things we have, uh, we have two uh, very vaguely kind of poisonous spiders, one called a white tail and the other one called a catapo, and, and neither of them are deadly. They're just, you know, a bit poisonous um, yeah. and not very common. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this place is paradise. What about just Komodo dragons, man? What about actual <laughs> dragons? What about like, actual, actual dragons? dragons? What about Smaug? Yeah, do you have Smaug there? <laughs> well, we do have Smaug. Um, well, you should. It's New Zealand, and New Zealand yeah, is Middle Earth. We filmed him here. Um, <laughs> we don't have Komodo dragons, and we don't have uh, many wild, real dragons. I'm sitting here looking at a map. You guys are actually really far away from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is quite a long way, you know. <laughs> but they are Well, I watch Well Wars. To ask you about birds that tear cars apart oh pterodactyls? the um, the pterodactyls <laughs> i think they called the kickapo or something like that um yeah there are some birds that uh native birds that like to terrorize tourist cars tourists cars they um they you'll park in a national park and you'll go for a walk you know a hike to see some nature and you'll come back and they've ripped off all the shiny things off your car so it'll be <laughs> you know the ripped up you know mess with the wing mirrors and the the window wipers and all the external stuff uh, it, it's kind of a common thing oh wow does new zealand, does new zealand have asshole bird insurance <laughs> <laughs> it does actually i think i'm pretty sure actually that um the reason why i even know about that is because i watched an insurance ad that was um sort of uh, using that as an example of the don't, let, stuff don't let asshole birds push you around <laughs> i was gonna say we have to watch Dude, how, how long is new zealand I'm saying like, long? yeah, like, like, I don't know. It's kind of cool like, looking, man. These guys are like Fiji out there. Yeah, maybe it's like. <laughs> just getting so tired of our Australian questions. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know, man. Like, I love geography, man. I'm like a geography whiz. Yeah. That's <laughs> <what> <laughs> 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 He's so full of shit, it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it's between 800 and 1,000 kilometers long. That's my guess. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I'm jealous, man. Yeah, I really want to come around there, man, to, to that side of the earth, dude, sometime. But yeah, well, maybe we can collaborate on something. Yeah, dude, I, I'm totally down. Just, uh, I'll sleep on your floor, man. And, uh, <laughs> and I gotta say, man, that basket behind you, I keep, you know, it kind of looks like the the Colosseum in Rome. That's why I keep thinking you got a picture of the Colosseum, but it's a clothes basket. Yeah, right. Right, no, yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> well, it's got the black <laughs> thing behind it. Do you guys see what I'm talking about? It's probably hard for yes. him to see it. Well, yeah. Sean, you know, the, you know the Roman Coliseum was also in New Zealand. Yeah. 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 It was. <laughs> 
with Bear Grylls. <laughs> Don't it's, it's, This is all going to be in Sean's Sean's uh, history of New Zealand book. Yeah, Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, I kid you, uh, but uh, we will think here in a second again. But uh, Miss Norma, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter under Normie477, or you can find me on Sunday nights at Knuckleballer Radio here on allgames.com at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you like to game, come find me on Xbox Live under Normiebug. Nice. And Mr. Tedekin, where can people find you? Mm, Tedekin on everything. Xbox, Instagrams, Twitters, you know. Tedekin! Tedekin! Nice. And Mr. Matt Bradford from the far, far north. Mr. Beluga himself. Where can people find you? <gasps> Matt. Cut oh, off. Gone. See, you can Matt, find... But before, you can wait, find... before Matt comes back, see, he's okay. in the far north Canada, man, up there with the polar bears and stuff, man. He, <laughs> he's got sucky You can find Matt bears. on Matto, Mac, Matto McFly and on Video Game Outsiders Tuesday nights on this very same network. Yes. Yeah. Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you got to, it. I'm trying to pull him back in. Yep, me all as well. So come on, Matt. Come back. We're calling. Don't you come back. Yeah, and he rides beluga whales to school, man. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, Matt. I saw you popped in. Matt, where can you be found? Uh, you can find me at Matt McFly, M-A-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y. And Tuesday nights on Video Game Allsiders. I'm also working with some authors, some of which are in our chat, and uh, others in the industry on another feature for uh, Zombie Research Society. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Ooh, very nice. That's nice. And you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. Uh, my Xbox One gamer tag is FreemanDaddy7. Just FreemanDaddy <laughs> in the number 7. And uh, be sure to follow us on social medias again at Dead Reviews. Like I said, we're almost at 40,000 over there. So help us out uh, in the ZombieCast news and... and like we always say, click that banner up top and follow Norma, Matt, Ted, and me, and uh, like our fan page over, which which we don't pimp a lot over on the Facebooks. Uh, Harley, man, so awesome to have you on, man. Uh, a pleasure. Pleasure to be here. And I look forward to doing it uh, after the film's out. Nice. Awesome. Fantastic. So are you going golfing, man, after you get done? What, 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 no, what, what are you going to do today, Harley? <laughs> I'm, actually go- it's, um, I'm actually going to meet a guy called Tane at 3.30 p.m. Uh, for a networking beer um, nice. because basically I get all these people adding me on Facebook, sort of local filmmakers and actors and stuff like that, and, you know, wanting to talk about the film and collaborate and all that stuff. And so uh, being a fan of beer, I, I normally um, <laughs> I normally organize to meet them at a pub near my house, and, and I'll go along there. And uh, So basically I'm meeting a strange man from the internet. Is what nice, I'm doing. Nice. So, so are you a blondish type beer like me? I'm a porter guy, stout. I like it. You know, for me, Guinness is watery. I like the thick stuff. Oh right, yeah. Well, then you won't like what I like. I pretty much like the. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm a fan of it all, but uh, but I like a good lager, a nice lager with yeah, a um, little lemon wrong in with it. That, man. That's like a fun. Corona, but but any any lager, I'll put a lemon in it. Get your vitamin C, man. Five plus a day. Nice. nice. <laughs> if you like it, then you need to put a lemon in it. Put him in it. We got a good uh, logger here. It's called Yenling, and it's it's sort of in the thirteen colonial colony states, and it's kind of branching out now. But Yenling is really good. Ted, have you ever had it? I don't think they have it in Los Angeles. I, I, I don't I don't drink at all, Sean. That's right, that's right. But uh, but uh, thanks once again, Harley. But on behalf of I Survived the Zombie Holocaust, the Zombie Research Society, AllGames.com, Mr. Harley Neville himself, 
Miss Norma Latte, Tedekin, Madam McFly, and myself, Freeman Daddy 5. We call episode 153 of Zombie Cast a total rap. Rap. Hey, hey, uh, Harley, <laughs> you got to sign us out with a with a, an, an original, authentic New Zealand bye. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, shit. I'm trying to. Yeah, Throw no, another strip on the, the Barbie. You, you gotta beat the good day, man. You gotta beat the good day. And you can have my sword. And you, my bow. <laughs> that was yeah. one, and one ring. Kong was the uh, same. Look, I don't know much. Um, I don't know much. Maldi is the uh, is the native sort of local language. Is Maldi for New Zealand? It's the it's what the native New Zealanders speak. Uh, I know that uh, they say uh, kia kaha. Which means we get stay strong. Nice. Nice. Thank you, dude. But I wanted to say, <laughs> Matt, Matt, a lot of people didn't catch this, but you're like, I don't know much. <laughs> and Matt started singing Aaron Neville, and you're, you were Harley Neville. Much. <laughs> <laughs> so you were lipping uh, Aaron Neville. Are you familiar with Aaron Neville? Um, I think is that he have that he put out songs like 15 years ago or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A giant thing on his head. I do that. Before we let you go, can you can you just say one thing for us in your awesome New Zealand accent? One thing. Yeah, okay. Is it not going to be chucking some shrimps on the barbie? Or no, no, here it is. Here it is. Just, 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 just say this for us. This is a knife. No, no, no. This is a legit. This is a legit New Zealand one phrase. No, okay. shut up, Sean. Say, nobody knows it's here, do they? Do they, Gandalf? <laughs> and, and is this in the way of Frodo? Is that, who said that? <laughs> Frodo, Frodo said, nobody knows it's here, do they? Do they, Gandalf? Nobody knows it's here, do they? Do they, Gandalf? Oh, uh, he sounds exactly like... Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.